Today, we celebrate the Feast of the Assumption. And as we go and we focus on this feast, this is not a Marian feast in itself. It's not a Marian feast. Every doctrine of Mary has to do with Christ. Every doctrine of Mary has to do with Christ. That's very important for the pagans who sit there and think we worship Mary and she takes the place of God. Everything that we believe about Mary comes back to what we believe about Christ. And the same with this. The doctrine of the teaching you must believe, the dogma of the assumption is that Mary was taken into heaven body and soul. Her body resurrected. Now, the reason we believe that is she shared in the first fruits of what Christ did. That's why the readings today talk about what Christ did. He was the firstborn of the dead. Now, some people, and especially nowadays with all this new age garbage that hangs around, the kind of things the body's no good, and you know, one day when you're, when you're an angel in heaven, you won't have to worry about your body anymore. That's pure garbage. We say it every week. What do we say? I believe in the resurrection of the body. And that's not just Christ's body. That was Mary's body, and that is our body that we will rise from the grave, body and soul connected. The definition of a human being is the union of a body and a soul. We will always be human beings. Now, with us, it happens at the end of time. With Mary, since she had no original sin, it happened immediately that her body and soul resurrected just as with Christ. It's that simple. You know, and so what that means is, is these bodies that we have are the instruments of God. Interesting how all the things that when we talk about, even the, uh, I was in San Diego, of course, and every day we went to the beach or SeaWorld or different things, and you, have, you don't have many big people down there. Because everybody has to walk around in their shorts and their, you know, bikinis and everything all the time. Even me, I felt like a beached whale every time I went out. But the reality is you can't because everybody takes care of themselves pretty much. Because it's nice outside. You go walking out, you have your shorts on, different things. And I'm thinking all this time people are spending into their bodies and taking care of themselves. It's pretty good. But then one of the days we went down to Tijuana. Now, I didn't go to Tijuana at night, you know, to get crocked and do all the things if you watch on TV. I went to Tijuana early in the morning just to see what it was. It was by far the most depressing place I've ever visited in my life. I mean, kids, hundreds of kids coming all around you and asking for money and the parents and all their hands are out like that. It depressed me to no end. And so I'm handing out money, and I'm running out of change, and I said, now, I'll give you this, but you've got to pray for me. And they shook up their head, had no idea what I was talking about. But again, these are both instruments of body. Here's people poor in body. Here's people in San Diego rich in body, taking care of body. Here's me living for me, living for self, taking care of themselves. And 20 miles down, you know, the most cars I saw there were Mercedes and Jaguars and everything else. But 20, down, 20 miles down the road, that's all it is from San Diego, people were struggling to eat. 
begging to eat. You walked through the streets that smelled like urine. It was just absolutely disgusting. And it was only a half hour between spaces. God comes and makes our bodies the place where we live and where we should be generous with it. You know, interesting in Matthew 25, how would you all memorize Matthew 25, right? When I, I was hungry and you gave me food, I was thirsty and you gave me drink, I was alone and you visited me, in prison and you visited me, right? It's all physical stuff. And God says at the end of time, we'll be judged on how we dealt with people in their bodies and what we did with our bodies. Now, this is what we call the incarnation, that when God, you divinity, took on humanity, he incarnated into our bodies. Do you realize, this is an aside, but that's with the assumption, Christ still has a human body. He's not a spirit anymore, ever again. Jesus Christ has a human body. Physical. And so is Mary, and so was. And so, if the body is so important, and that's what this feast day talks about, then we need to first of all look at how we treat our own bodies. Do we treat them as temples of God? Is this the place where God dwells? Because it should be, and it is. And I got to take care of it because God dwells there and he gave me a body. And I'm not one day going to leave it go and that's going to be the end of it. You know, even, uh, you know, St. Francis, who disciplined his body all his life, what did he do before he died? Does anybody know? He repented. And he said, please forgive me, brother ass, which he called his body, sorry. But that's what he's, please forgive me. Because only at the end did he realize that his body was the place that God chose to dwell within him in the Holy Spirit. And he abused it. And sometimes we can abuse our body. And yet this is the place where God dwells. Second, if this is the place that God dwells, I'm going to have it forever glorified, of course, when we go in heaven. I'm not going to be six foot, 185 pounds, brown hair and brown eyes. I will have a glorified body, but it's still going to be from the same body. It's kind of like the best way to look at it is a, uh, a caterpillar. The same body, same material that comes out the other side, a butterfly. It's the same body transformed. And so shall it be with us. Our bodies will be transformed. That's why those of you who are older... What was it forbidden to do in the Catholic Church for many, many, many years? Cremation. You were forbidden to be cremated in the Catholic Church because some people did it to show there is no resurrection of the body. It is a spiritual resurrection. The body means nothing. The body does mean something. So first we're called to take care of our bodies and look at them as the temple of God. The second thing we're called to do is to treat other people and take care of their bodily needs. And again, James talks about that, huh? James says, what good is it, brothers, if you go and you see somebody and you say, it might be John, and you say, good luck, and they're starving and they're hungry, and you say, good luck, keep well fed, I will pray for you. 
but do nothing to take care of their physical needs. What good is that? You prayed for them. Hey, I'm a spiritual person. I prayed for that person. Ooh. Did you take care of them? I went to the cathedral in uh, San Diego, and they keep it locked all day. You're only allowed 15 minutes before Mass, and 15 minutes after Mass, so you're allowed to go in the cathedral. Well, when I was in there one day, there was, uh, I'm praying with my friend of mine, I'm uh, uh, kneeling there, and this woman uh, came walking in the back, and she starts screaming. And she's screaming at this one, and screaming at that one, and screaming, and screaming, and screaming. Then this one guy, who's a daily mass goer, you could tell, because I was there a couple days, he always sat in the same place. And people would go in, and he'd actually tell them to move. That's my seat. And one guy wouldn't move. He sat there one day, and I'm just watching this. And so he kind of pushed him aside and went in the middle. And he pushed him aside to get in out. Well, when this woman came in yelling and screaming, he pushed him aside, and he went back there, and he started yelling at her and going back and forth and back and forth. So finally I'm sitting there, and I thought, okay, I'm going to go back. I don't have my clerics on. And I go in, and I said, what's the, what's the, what's the problem? What can I do for you? And she says, sir, da 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 and she needs some money for whatchamacallit, and da, da, da. I says, well, okay, I'll give you some money if you promise you're going to be quiet in church. You promise you'll be quiet in church. Yes, and so I gave her $5, and then she sits there and says, it takes 20 to get into the place. <laughs> and I said, well, how about five? Well, she says, well, can you give me two so I can get the bus? I said, okay, I gave you two. Now, you got to promise me you're going to be good in the church, huh? But it just struck me, and me, it just hit me so much, that here are all getting ready for daily mass. A bum, if you will, comes in, a person who is homeless, and everybody was more concerned about going to daily mass and getting rid of this nut, including me, just because I gave her money, because I wanted her out of the church and stop yelling and screaming so the rest of us could say mass. And so when you do that stuff, and then I sat there and I went back and I prayed, and I thought, Lord, why did I do that just to get rid of her instead of seeing you within her? Again, we don't want Christ to be incarnated around us. We want to make sure that when I come to church, I can pray and I can look at Jesus. He's in his tabernacle, and I can come here on Thursday and stare at him and go, oh, you're so wonderful, and I love you so much, Lord, and then walk out of here and be miserable to people and be nasty to people and, and uh, not treat people like Christ because that's, it's easy. What the Feast of the Assumption says is the body is important. This is how we deal with Christ every day. It's in here. And this we will have forever, and this we better treat well in our own selves, and we better treat the bodies of others and their physical needs and others too, because we'll be judged for that one day. And Our Lady, who is now bodily present in heaven, prays for us if we ask her to. Mary, help me to see Christ in all people. Help me to see that the body is holy, because again, again, the beautiful thing in the gospel today, when she could cry out, my being proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Her whole body, everything proclaimed the greatness of God. And that's what we must do with what we have been given. My being must proclaim the greatness of the Lord. You got it? You get it? Good. 
May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.